For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What the Pell is up? Everyone, this is Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans, and I am your host, Elliot Clough, thanks for tuning in today. If you missed yesterday's episode, I actually did say there was going to be a poll on my Twitter, and I am a lion SOB, and I am sorry. Things just got kind of switched up. I wanted to address some more current things as opposed to what I was planning on. We still might do that poll. I'm kind of interested as to what you think on that one, or we might switch it up, go a different way. I haven't even told you what the poll is. Either way, there's going to be more polls in the future. But I had to reschedule this one. But if you did, again, if you did miss yesterday's episode, we talked a little bit about some recent news coming out of New Orleans um, on the Pels returning to their practice facilities. Uh, it's, it's, I believe seven players were in the area. Um, and then Kenny Hustle, Kenrich Williams, and Zion still going through a little bit of rehab. Um, so so just a little bit of update, not not a whole lot going on other than that. Obviously, it's great that they're they're getting back to the facility, they're able to participate. Just some logistical stuff there as well. And then also the more fun part of the podcast, we dissected Zion's game a little bit in comparison with the arguable, I guess, arguable goat, Michael Jordan, considering the the last dance just came to a close. We talked about how Zion is already like Mike where he can focus on his game to be more like him and not just focus in his whole career, but really mostly now, and where he should just stay Zion, where Zion's got to be Zion, and everybody's got to be a little bit of themselves at the at the very least, um, I'd like to think. But just uh, it was a fun episode, I'm not going to lie. If you missed it, you can go check it out. I would highly recommend it. And if you have any thoughts on that, it's kind of a controversial thing to say a rookie has some qualities that are like Michael Jordan. So if you have any disagreements, feel free to find the link to the podcast on on Twitter at Elliot Clough and you can respond, let me know, let us know here at Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans what your thoughts were on the subject cuz it can be kind of touchy. People don't like uh necessarily comparing guys like that or even this goat debate between LeBron and and Michael Jordan has gotten pretty heated as of late and I am just gonna not address that because I don't have to and I don't want to right now that is just off limits at the moment we're just gonna let those embers cool a tidbit here and we're gonna talk a little bit of Pelican so today there's been some more recent developments in the NBA's plan to return and have some semblance of, of finishing off the regular season. I'm sure if if you've been following along, especially with the guys from the Bird Rights, uh, one of my employers in terms of covering the Pelicans, Ollie Cosell tweeted a little bit about it. I'm pretty sure Preston got in there too. Preston Ellis, Chris Connor, 
all those guys who have been on the podcast. Ollie has not, but he will be here soon, hopefully. Just the the Pelicans guys in general really chiming in and letting people know what they thought. So if you want to check out some stuff like that, you can head over to Twitter, find Ollie, Preston, and, and those other guys there. But the NBA, supposedly, I guess this is according to Adrian Wojnarowski, Woj, uh, and supposedly is kind of a... Uh, <laughs> it's probably true if it came from Woj. So NBA it does ex- the NBA does expect to return around June 1st, give or take a little bit of time. Players are planning to report to their cities, quarantine for probably two weeks, and then get to a training camp situation. So I've seen on Twitter, I don't know how valid it is, but I've seen on Twitter that the plan is to start playing games on June 21st. So that'll have players arriving in their cities on June 1st, quarantining, getting a little bit of training camp, get get a little bit in shape, probably about a week, get back into the swing of things of how an NBA regular season tends to go in terms of schedule. And then the players and coaches will be sent off to these bubble cities. Either the plan, I believe, is between Orlando or Las Vegas. Las Vegas being the site where the NBA plays their uh, summer league basketball. And then I don't know why Orlando, why, why the thought there is. I guess it's the... Sm- it's, I guess you could say it's a smaller market, uh, so I, I'm not I'm not sure if that's the thought or or, or what the plan is there. But um, they're also in conversations about what the format is going to look like between that. Those conversations are going on between the NBA Players Association and then of course the league front office. So conversation again. This is all per per Adrian Wojnarowski. Conversation between the two groups of people is about whether or not this format should include all 30 teams in these last few regular season games. How many games they're going to play, that's probably part of the conversation as well. But should they really include all 30 teams is a very, very, very good question. Considering the Golden State Warriors are currently 15 and 50. They're probably not going to make the playoffs. The Cleveland Cavaliers are 19 and 46. Probably not competing for that eighth spot, huh? So, it really just doesn't make sense. I, I mean, I and Woj said it too. This was on ESPN. I believe it was on Get Up with with uh, one of the Mike guys, Mike Green. I think his name is. It's not. It's not the other one. It's the skinny one. There you go. Okay. So, what Woj said is that there has to be some sort of incentive for these teams and these players to play in these regular season games that basically have no effect on the rest of their season. And I mean, pay, I guess. I know, I know that's been a conversation uh, on Twitter as well that these players could get pay cuts or whatever for, for not participating in the remainder of the regular season. And fine. I mean, you didn't, you didn't do the work that was set out in front of you. It was to no fault of your own, but I think the NBA PA should lobby for, for the players to get paid. Obviously, they're going to do that. At least some level of base of that base salary is what they should get in this situation. But other than that, I'd really see no reason for all 30 teams to be a part of this. I mean, really, in in the West, you've got between the 9 through the 9 through 13 seed are separated by two games. And the Pelicans and the Blazers are three and a half games back behind 
the Grizzlies, who are in the eight spot. In the East, it's pretty different. The nine seed Wizards are six and a half games, sorry, five and a half games back of the Magic, who are in the eight spot. So basically, none of the teams in the Eastern Conference outside of the top eight have any real chance of making the playoffs. So an argument could be made for the Western Conference, at least for a play-in game for the playoffs. It, like if if the league says, hey, everybody, you're going to play five more games. Five more games just to get in shape. It'll last a couple weeks. That way you can be around your team a little bit longer. That makes a little sense. I think it's fair. But for those Eastern Conference teams, it just doesn't make any sense. For those teams outside of any possible chance of competing for a playoff spot. And really, I don't think, I mean, a play-in game between the Magic and the Wizards probably wouldn't be fair, but in the Western Conference, it would be. So it's just tough. I don't know how you gauge that. I don't know how you make that decision. I think the only way to be fair, I mean, three and a half games is is a decent gap considering the rest of the season. However, the Pelicans have swept the Trailblazers in this regular season, 4-0 against them, and... I believe they have yet to lose to the Grizzlies. So the Grizzlies, overall, better body of work, but they haven't been playing great as of late. The Pelicans have, yeah, lost a couple games that they should have won. But the Pelicans, by eye test, are unequivocally a playoff team. If anybody that has any remote sense of basketball watches them and says, that's not a playoff team, then they're freaking lying or they're just, they don't have that. They don't have the basketball knowledge, as I had said presumptively, preemptively, previously. Anyway, I don't know how the NBA expects to navigate this and please everybody. Obviously, they're not gonna. I mean, just playing basketball is gonna piss off a lot of people because there's still a lot of people who just think we should just wait it out. And considering the probability of a second wave, we should just stay inside for the next three years. And uh, I shouldn't get into that, but there has been talks of playing games for that race for the eighth ish spot. That's basically what I'm getting at. How they navigate it. I don't know, but there's been talks of it. Obviously Pelicans fans for selfish desires, we want to see that happen. And I'm going to get into that a little bit more. But Woj also said that Adam Silver doesn't necessarily want the play-in games. He's all in for a seven-game series right away. That's what he wants. That just doesn't make sense if you want to factor in those teams that probably wouldn't be in the top eight. Now, Adam Silver... I don't know if he has the final say. Obviously, it's a conversation between him, the league front office, and then the NBA Players Association. So who really knows? Again, us as Pelicans fans, we would probably love to see that. You tell me the NBA doesn't want the Pelicans in the playoffs. We've had this conversation before. I don't remember who I talked with, but I think it was either Duncan Smith or or Matt Moderno of Believe in the, in the Washington Wizards. And I would just be shocked. I mean... It just doesn't make sense to not get the Pelicans in the playoffs when they're captivate, captivating the entire nation. Anytime Zion is has any sort of remote crazy matchup, they're putting them on TV. I mean, the Lakers, I was just watching the replay of the Lakers and the Pels in New Orleans when uh, the, the Pels really should have stolen that one, especially because Anthony Davis was hurt. But if there's literally zero chance for the Pels to make the playoffs and Adam Silver gets his way and he wants these seven-game series... 
it just makes no it just makes no literally no sense for the Pelicans to play guinea pig for these top eight teams in each conference. That would be complete BS. That's not an incentive. What's the incentive? TV money? I mean, for the team, I I guess the league. I mean, I don't know how the league can penalize them for refusing to participate in a situation like that. Like. The only thing I can think of is is finding the team or the owner or what have you. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. And I don't know that you can find them enough money that they're going to say, oh, I'm not going to. They'll probably lose. They'll probably lose more money by sending the players to the cities, feeding them, paying for their housing, paying probably for a practice facility some way or another. It just sounds like a lose-lose. And I mean. That doesn't mean, you know, the, the TV money doesn't mean that the Pels will play, will or or should play their best guys in a situation like that. If they're forced to participate in a situation such as that, why the absolute hell, if there's five games left, no chance the Pelicans make the playoffs, why the hell would they put Zion Williamson in the game? Why? Why the hell would they do that? Why would they put Brandon Ingram in the game? Lonzo, Drew, Derek Favors, J.J. Redick. Frick, I mean, Nicolo Melli, you could probably put him out there. Us Pelicans fans like Nicolo Melli. He's fun to watch. He's good on offense. Not the greatest defender in the world, but hey, 29-year-old rookie. Can't expect a lot. I just, I mean, there it makes zero sense. And this is why I, this is why I had Preston Ellis on the show last, last week, two weeks ago. If you missed it, awesome pod. Uh, we we had an issue with recording, but Preston was great. Looking forward to having having him on again. But it just it makes literally zero sense if there's no chance Pelicans make the playoffs. Even if they do, we're going to talk about that in a second. But if there is a plan, the way I envision it envision it is it should be probably just one game. Three games is just not. I mean, it's it's overkill. I personally think. I mean, I think if you want to get it done start go don't do the three games if it's a play-in it probably there probably should be three total playing games in the west it'd be the 11 versus the 8 and the 9 versus the 10 but like i said western conference is really really close together from 13 all the way up to nine i mean blazers are 29 and 37 pels are 28 and 36 so are the kings <clears throat> san antonio spurs are 27 and 36 and the suns are 26 and 39 suns aren't that good the Spurs, this would be the first time they missed the playoffs, I think, since like Pop took over. It's been a long time. And the Kings are playing really good basketball right now, too. I think, the, obviously, the Pelicans are better. But, I mean, if you're going to do that eight, excuse me, nine, wait, yeah, sorry, eight through 11 playing games to, to get that eight spot, I mean, I don't, I don't think you do the Spurs and the Suns any level of justice by just saying, nah, we're just going to do these teams. And I mean, you're out by one. We wanted to fit these guys in and they were three and a half games out, but Hey, sorry, that, that just doesn't add up. I don't know how you do that. Obviously. And I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying guys. <laughs> I think it would be, I mean, I just want to see a sport, you know, and I think that's a lot of us right now. And so if they can figure it out one way or another, want the Pels in, absolutely. 
Does it make sense logistically? Eh, I don't know. And really, really, like, let's be, let's be real. Let's think about this logically, rationally. Let's just take a breath. I think when you're faced with decisions like this, especially in a leadership position as Adam Silver's in leadership position, as I meant to say, enunciation, ma, ma, sorry, okay. When you're in a leadership position in a situation like this, and, and even as Pell's fans, best decisions as, for us to empathize with Adam Silver and the league and such, which is not something fans tend to do very well, what I think needs to happen is in looking at this deeper is we say, yes, there is a burning desire for us to see the Pelicans play more basketball in 2020. Abso-freaking-lutely. But, it's, I said this from the very first podcast, starting this show. This season is about the future. Winning now and the winning that they've done, awesome. They've shown the league that they're fun to watch, that they can compete with the best of the teams in the league, and that's great. But, other than that, is there really any positive to participating in order that the Pels can make the playoffs? Even if they like, if they do make the playoffs, what's the incentive? Because can, let's be real, guys. Can the Pelicans really compete for a title this year? I don't think so. Is this really worth the possibility of Zion, Bi, Lonzo, Drew getting hurt? I don't think so. See, even in that format that I had suggested, if they win those two games and face off with the Los Angeles Lakers in the first round, or I don't know how close the race is between the Lakers and the Clippers. We're going to take a look here, though. Lakers have a five and a half game lead over the Clippers. Yeah, so they'll face the Lakers in the first round if they if they make it out of that, that play-in thing that I had suggested, the 11 versus the 8, 9 versus 10 those two play each other, and then they'd be the eight seed going on. Do we really think that there's any possible chance that the Pelicans take the Lakers any further than six games? I mean, first of all, Pelicans have yet to beat the Lakers this season. They've been competitive. B.I. has scored a lot of points, but his plus-minus sucked. Wasn't clutch late. Zion was fantastic in these last two games. Obviously, he's Zion freaking Williamson. But is there really any chance that the Pels make it past the actual first round? I highly doubt it. I really highly doubt it this year. They're just not constructed to do that. They're too young right now, and they're facing up against the other arguable goat. LeBron James. So, I mean... If there are incentives, what are they? Let's let's look at it from that point. If they if they do get the chance to play in game, if they have a chance to make the playoffs, to to compete in those few games and then and then get in the playoffs. I I've narrowed it down basically to two. Show other players, i.e. free agents, that they're out to win. They don't want to be 
the Cleveland Browns, who are now saying, oh yeah, this coming year we're going to be good. Oh, we're making all these moves, we're going to be good, and then they don't make the playoffs, and they're 6-10 and 10 or whatever the Browns were this year, and they're like, oh, okay, next year we're going to be good. Pelicans are good already, first of all. Let's get that out of the way. But what they're going to show is that they're competing. That they want to be there. And I said it yesterday about Zion. Zion doesn't care about tanking. That is not who he is. He wants to win right now. That's how he's like MJ. That's one of the ways he's like MJ. But, I mean, I don't think it hurts. I I think it's a way, well, that mentality doesn't hurt, I should say. I think it's a way to attract more of those J.J. Redick, Derek Favors guys like they got this offseason. I mean, it's a target for free agents now, clearly, because J.J. didn't just pick them out of thin air, neither did Derek Favors. Derek Favors pretty old. I mean, but he was brought in for a reason. He's a good basketball player. J.J. Redick's still one of the best shooters in the league. Gonna probably be, I'd say, top 15 shooter of all time. We could get to that discussion later. But I think it, it could be a, hey, that team... They're not probably going to win it this year, but they want to compete. I want to be a part of that. I want to be a part of the up-and-coming Pelicans. That's an argument. That's an argument to be made. The other thing is, do they feel like they have something to prove? I mean, Woj just said it in the in the little blip that I'm quoting from, from Get Up. He's like, the, the Grizzlies have an astronomical lead over the 9 and 10 seed. That's funny. I mean, like, three and a half games, that's real... That's really not, I mean, if they were to finish off the, the rest of the regular season, it's not huge. I wish it wasn't as that as big as it is. But, I mean, I said it. I test. Watch some freaking basketball and tell me that the Grizzlies are three and a half games better than the freaking Pelicans. I doubt it. It's not true. So maybe the Pels are like, hey, F you guys. We're going to go out and compete. We're going to win basketball games where we show you we're here to to fight for the for the future and, and for not just the future but now they're clearly a playoff playoff team but maybe they feel like they need to prove it and do it in the playoffs those are really the two things that i could think of and in the past on this podcast i've just kind of laid things out said you can make your decision for yourself but i'm not doing that Right now. Not going to say I'm never going to do it again, because there's certain situations that call for it. This one doesn't. I'm with my guy Preston on this one. I am... Let's call it good. Let's, Let's call it good. Fantastic season. I think the Pels have done all they need to do. I think they've proved they're out to win. I think they've proved... I mean, they're making that playoff push. They didn't have to. Went six and twenty-two. I've said this so many times on this podcast. They went six and freaking twenty-two. They could have mailed it in and just said, "We're going to next season." Zion, continue to sit. We're just gonna say "eff it," and we'll come back next year and we'll figure it out. But they didn't do it. They're winning now, and they can continue to win next season. They can come back. They've proved that they're good. They've proved that they're capable of winning as the team is currently structured. You don't have anything else really to prove they're probably not going to win in what would be technically the actual like how the playoffs are usually structured just doesn't make sense do i want them to play absolutely i want them to play with my whole heart i really really do i really really do but should they i don't think so i don't think so with that said 
We want to hear from you. What do you think? I'm going to tweet this tomorrow. Tweet this link. Well, this not tomorrow, today. The link will be up today. I'm also going to tweet a poll following it. Should the Pelicans, or is there an incentive for the Pelicans to participate in what would be regular season games? I think that's a good poll. I might adjust it. If you see differently, just respond to whatever it is. And if you respond, your opinions are going to be shared on this podcast. Love doing that. I love, love doing that. You can hear our thoughts here on Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans, what we think, and you might even get interacted with from a guest or two. Who knows? We'll see. But in order to do that, as we wrap up today's show, you got to go follow Elliot Clough on Twitter in order to see these polls, respond to these polls, and therefore get on the podcast. So if you open up your phone, you can see the little album cover right there. It's at Elliot Clough. You can see how to spell it right there. Just head over to Twitter, type in E-L-I-O-T-C-L-O-U-G-H, and you can respond to any of those tweets that I have up, any tweets that I have up in general. Just say what you think. If it's related to the Pelicans, and I think it deserves it on just any other regular tweet, it's going to be on the podcast probably. Otherwise, if it's related directly to the podcast, definitely going to be on. So there's that for you. Of course, you can just hashtag. It's not what the hell is up anymore. It's what the pell. Because what the pell is up is too freaking long. What the pell. Just hashtag what the pell, and you'll get your thoughts on this podcast. And if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Subscribe, leave a rate and review. Do it! That's really going to help us push this podcast on Apple Podcasts and on other social media platforms. And if you're listening on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, any of those platforms, just hit follow, subscribe, etc. That way you're going to be able to listen at any point in time. So go also follow this network, Believe, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can check out a plethora of of their other podcasts on Believe.com or just head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you're listening to this podcast right here. And hopefully we'll be having an article come up this weekend. I'm going to be writing it tomorrow. So you'll be able to check that out probably Saturday or Sunday, depending on logistics. So that'll be on Hoops Habit. And I will tweet that out as well if you want to check it out. I'm going to be writing a little bit more extensively on Moments that I believe that the Pelicans deserve a documentary from in their history. So I did a little bit of a podcast on that. You can obviously check that out as well. Just scroll down. You'll be able to find it fairly recently. One of our more popular podcasts. It was really fun. I would highly recommend that you go listen to it. So that article will be coming probably Saturday or Sunday. So stay tuned for that. Very excited for that one. Don't forget, head over to Twitter. Respond to this tweet if you found this tweet on Twitter, this link to the podcast on Twitter, what have you. Respond. I'm also going to be putting up a poll, like I said, respond to that poll, vote, and then respond. Let us know your thoughts. You're going to be end up, be ending up. You're going to end up on on the podcast, featured on the podcast, either this or next week. I'm going to let you know your thoughts, let you know other listeners' thoughts on the podcast. So fam, Pels fam, everyone listening, thanks for tuning in today. I am Elliot Clough, and this was Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big- 